0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast for Friday. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, check out my show. Check out the work done by Chris Flum and Nick Philato on their fantastic shows as well. All right, listen, you know, not a lot going on in, in Giants land these days. We are sort of in the little bit of a dead zone until the NFL Combine starts here in a couple of weeks. The uh, Giants made a couple of small moves this week. Resigning exclusive rights free agents, Isaiah Hodgins, Jack Anderson, and Lawrence Cager. The big move there, an expected one, of course, was re-signing Isaiah Hodgins, who was terrific for the Giants second half of the season after being claimed on waivers from the Buffalo Bills. Really upgraded the Giants wide receiver core. So those three players will definitely be back. Exclusive rights guys generally get uh, one-year non-guaranteed minimum contracts. There was some thought maybe that Hodgins would get uh, an extension, get a multi-year deal. But to to this point, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case for 2023. Giants at this point still working to sign Free agent quarterback Daniel Jones. Free agent running back Saquon Barkley. Not much news on that front at the current time. What I do have for you guys today are a pair of interviews that I have been able to do recently. The first interview is is with former New York Jets general manager Mike Tannenbaum. Talked about a lot of things with Mike, uh, including Daniel Jones. He's got an interesting take on the uh, Giants' negotiations with Jones. Mike is suggesting that perhaps the franchise tag for Jones is going to end up being the best path for the Giants here to, uh, to bring Jones back in 2023. So we'll talk with Mike about that. And a whole bunch of other topics. The second interview that I have for you is with TCU running back Kendre Miller, guy who could be a day two selection in the upcoming 2023 NFL draft. Miller, one of of several running backs in a, a crowded class, who are who's competing to uh, to be a day two selection. And we'll get a chance to talk to Miller about his career at TCU and his expectations for the Combine and for the NFL. So let's uh, let's get to those interviews right now. First up, you'll hear from Mike Tannenbaum, followed by my interview with Kendra Miller. All right, Giants fans, I'm joined now by former Jets GM and Dolphins Executive Vice President of Football Operations, Mike Tannenbaum. Always a pleasure to talk to Mike and, and get his, uh, his insights. Uh, Mike, how you been? How you doing? I'm
2: doing great. Great to be with you today.
1: So uh, let's get right into it. Obviously, the big story with, uh, with the New York Giants these days. Is the two big free agents Daniel Jones and, and, and Saquon Barkley? I think last time I talked to you was about a year ago, and I didn't think we'd ever be talking about Daniel Jones with the kind of numbers that that we're talking about—probably um, more than thirty-five million, um, you know, annually. You think that's pretty much where it's gonna, where it's going to, uh, where it's going to land? Somewhere between thirty-five and forty. And 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 a year ago, would would you have would you have forecasted that?
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, like to me, like he's going to get franchised because um, I think that's about the number, and I'm sure the Giants are going to look at this and say, hey, you know, he's done it for a year, he played really well, um, we're happy with him, we'll franchise him, get through the season, and then go from there. And uh, to Daniel Jones' credit, he got a lot better. And to the New York Giants' credit, Brian Dayball did a great job of coaching him.
1: You think that's the smart play, is, is, is to franchise him and, and see if he can do it
2: again? I think so. You know, try to get something done with Saquon and um, try to keep them both. Uh, I'm just hard pressed to think that they're going to be better off letting Daniel Jones leave. I think trying to get a long-term deal done after one-year of production is going to be really difficult
1: yeah i was i was going to ask you if they do get a long-term deal done to me the dollar figure because we all kind of know the dollar figure is going to be somewhere in that range above the franchise tag and probably you know maybe topping out at 40 but if they do get a long-term deal done would you suggest as few years as possible
2: well i would say you know at least Three, like you want cost certainty. That's why you would do a long-term deal as compared to the franchise tag. But with that said, I think you want to make sure you know exactly, you know, where you are with the player, and that's why, at least in this situation, going one year on the franchise tag makes sense to me.
1: And and what about you know what about Barkley? Uh, I there were reports you know that he had that he had turned down, I think twelve and a half million annually. Can you, you know, if you're Joe Shane, if you're the Giants, can you justify giving him more than that?
2: Uh, you know, possibly. You know, he is a dynamic playmaker. He's improved that pass projection. He catches the ball well. Um, and he was a big part of their success this year. And I'm hard-pressed to think they're a better team without Saquon Barkley than they are with him. Um, I know the history of running back deals. You know, sort of presents an argument of, you know, proceed with extreme caution, but I I think that's just the way to go.
1: You know, it's interesting, we've talked a little bit about about the impact of decisions on the locker room, letting guys go, keeping certain guys, and when I look at Saquon, I almost wonder if, if the value of Saquon, if you have to consider more than just... Play as a running back. Do you have to consider, you know, his his star power, his name, his impact on the locker room, you know, if they were to let him go? Do you have to consider all of that in, when you, you know, when you decide how to pay the guy? Well, I think what you have to consider is you know what he means for your franchise in
2: terms of if you're going to pay somebody. He was drafted by the Giants. He succeeded. He's high character. So. Um, you know, those are sort of like intangibles, like, now you can't overpay for that because we're on a hard cap system, but um, I certainly, that would be a little bit why we get the benefit to the doubt.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, and one of the things that I, that I wanted to ask you, um, you know, Joe Shane, at, at his year-end press conference, he talked about, he admitted that, that there's a, a, what he called a talent gap between the Giants and maybe the Eagles, maybe the Chiefs, you know, the 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 teams that went farther in the playoffs than the Giants did. Uh if if you look at the Giants, you know, everybody focuses on wide receiver, but w- is it just as important for the Giants, you know, up to to look at the lines to to sort of close that talent gap?
2: Well yeah, I'm a big believer in that. You know, the successful teams we built uh, both in New York and in Miami, where, you know, it starts up front. And uh, I think the Eagles did a phenomenal job this past year in having tremendous line play on both sides of the ball. I think mean, the Giants got better on the offensive line. Um, but, yeah, they still have a ways to go. And they also need people that, you know, can make plays and score touchdowns every time they touch it. And, again, going back to Saquon Barkley, like, he's a playmaker and he scores touchdowns and, again, I'm hard-pressed to think they're better without him than they are with him.
1: Absolutely understood that. You mentioned, you know, they got better on the offensive lines and there were some people, you know, here, you know, following the Giants, rooting for the Giants, down a little bit or worried a little bit about uh, about Evan Neal, you know, coming off the, the kind of up-and-down rookie season that he had. Um, are you one of those people that, that worries about his long-term future or you think he's going to be just fine?
2: Well, you know he has more than enough size. You know foot quickness is going to be an issue. He's high cut, um, and he's somebody that's going to have to, you know, work on sort of like the nuances of his craft. And there are bigger tackles that have gone on to play well. Um, I think he's dedicated to his craft. Going back to the one I evaluated him at Alabama. Um, so like a lot of rookies, there's growing pains, like there were for Andrew Thomas to be candid. Um, so. I think you know the story on Evan Hill is far from over.
1: Um, I'm curious how much of an advantage you know. I I think we know it is an advantage, but how much how much of an advantage do you think it is for the Giants that that they're going to be able to keep their coaching staff intact? That Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka will both be back.
2: Yeah, obviously, it's hugely beneficial from a standpoint of you want continuity. Now, obviously, for those guys, hopefully. They get success, you know, at some point, and get opportunities to move on to greater opportunities and become co- head coaches themselves. But you know, when you're in the formative years of trying to establish a program uh, for Brian Dayball to keep those coordinators is definitely uh, a positive.
1: Um, I'm curious about Wink. You know, you've you've been a GM and and you've had you know head coaches and, and all of that. When you look at Wink Martindale i mean I, I look at wink and i think he's a guy that deserves an opportunity do you, do you look at him as a, as a guy that that really deserves a chance to, uh, to to run his own ship basically yeah
2: absolutely i think he's a game plan specific defensive coordinator which i think is really important that he's not dogmatic and only has one way of approaching things i think he's developed players um He's a natural leader, I happen to know Wink. So when you look at what he's done with what he's had to work with, I absolutely think he's earned that opportunity. Just
1: out of curiosity, I look at it's sort of like I look at the NFL and teams have a hard time figuring out the right quarterback, the right team to bring, you know, to for the right fits for quarterbacks. And I kind of look at head coaches the same way. Do do teams get kind of Hung up on well, he's an offensive guy. He's a defensive guy, and and I think sometimes they should be looking more at can he lead or can he not lead, and can he be the face of a franchise? Am I am I off base on that?
2: I think it's more about impacting players and making them better and connecting with them, and I think there's more than one way to do that. You know, leadership comes in all different shapes and sizes.
1: Um, last thing for you. Uh, I was talking to, to someone the other day, and he's talking about uh, the Giants wide receiver group. And, he, and we're talking about whether the Giants should go for size or whether you know, whether a small guy would fit for them early in the draft. Are you one of those people who thinks, you know, build it like a basketball team, in other words, get a whole bunch of different skill sets? Or, or, you know, or how, how do you look at building a wide receiver room?
2: you think about wide receivers, especially in this day and age, you know, hands is number one. If you can't catch, it doesn't matter. Um, and after that, it's going to be, in my opinion, guys that could separate against man-to-man, their ability to run routes. Because if you can't do those two things, really nothing else matters. And then obviously you want size and speed. But if you can't catch and you can't run routes and separate against man-to-man, really nothing else matters. So, um, Ideally, they all look like A.J. Brown and they're big and they're thick and they're physical and they're fast. But, you know, there's only, you know, so many A.J. Browns on the planet. So um, they can be undersized. Candidly, sometimes that's not ideal. But, um, you know, you certainly work around some of those other things if they have those critical factors. It,
1: it's early yet, but you have a couple of favorite guys, you know, wide receiver-wise?
2: You know, Quentin Johnson, you know, that's the obvious one. You know, I think he's going to be really good. Jordan Addison, I think, excellent from UCLA, the pit transfer. I think those guys are going to sort of, like, be at the top of any discussion for wide receivers this year.
1: All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time.
2: All right. Thanks so much. Yep.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience.
1: Giants fans, I'm joined now by former TCU running back Kendra Miller, who is hoping to hear his name called uh, fairly early in the upcoming 2023 NFL draft. Kendra, thank you very, very much for uh, for giving us a few minutes.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Appreciate you for having me.
1: Hey, no problem. So so first and foremost, I just want to ask you if you're uh, – got the combine coming up here uh, I think in less than two weeks. Um. Are you uh I know you, you, you missed the the national championship game with I think was a sprained MCL, you hundred percent healthy heading into that event?
3: Uh not yet. Still, still just uh doing physical therapy. Uh, it was a it was a bit worse than what it was uh like presented on TV. But um I'm I'm a whole lot better since the game and I've got like a whole lot better. I'm 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 getting there, but uh, not not really sure what I'm gonna be able to do at uh, pro day and combine yet. Yeah.
1: So you're not 100. So it was a, it was a sprained MCL though. That 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 basically what it was considered at that point. Yes, yeah. so grade, grade three. Yeah. Okay. So you're but you're not so you're not sure what you're gonna be able to do in Indy and in, in, in all of that. So. That's th- that's unfortunate because I'm sure that you would uh, I'm sure you'd like to work out and and show folks, uh, you know, what you can do and, and, and how you can test and all of that. Most definitely. You uh, you still planning to be in Indianapolis to do interviews and, and all of that?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Most definitely. Uh, that's that's what I'm doing right now. Just uh, interview prep, a whole lot of interview prep and uh, just getting ready for the, the interviews
1: um i'm curious you know we talked about i was going to ask you about what you felt you had to prove at the combine i mean the one thing that i keep hearing when i you know when i read scouting reports and when i look at you know i talk to analysts about about your game is is that you, the one thing that that might be a question is, is is pass catching because just because it's not something you were asked to do a lot at tcu is that something that you know, at some point in the spring, whether it's pro day or whatever, at some point you, you really hope to be able to get on the field and, and and show scouts that that you're comfortable doing that.
3: Oh, most definitely. Uh, you know, that's that's what I heard too. Just uh, the really the only thing is just hurting me, and uh, you know, I kind of hated that it, it showed out. It turned out that way. Uh, just you know, we didn't use running backs in the passing game and in, in our system. And uh, really was hoping to get to show that at the combine that I'm I'm very comfortable catching the ball, but uh, you know hopefully at, at pro day I can I can show you know what I'm what I'm capable of doing.
1: Cool. Yeah, that would be uh, you know that'd be be good for you, and I'm sure be good for uh, you know for NFL teams as well to uh, to be able to see that. So so hopefully, like you said, you'll you'll be able to do that. I mean, I'm sure that you know looking at uh, looking at the draft and and you know looking at other you know running backs who are in the draft class it's considered to be a fairly deep you know running back class there's there's a lot of guys out there that could be you know second round third round fourth round picks in your mind what what makes you stand out and and what's the selling point you know for you if you're sitting in front of an NFL GM you know, trying to tell him why you know out of this crowded field, you know why you're the right guy.
3: I feel like just what I bring to the table uh, when you cut the film on, uh, you know, from this year, you you see that I'm an explosive playmaker, and you know, uh, when I get the ball in my hands, uh, passing wise, you know, it, it's not like I I didn't catch the ball; I caught the ball and you know made something happen. And uh, I feel like just bringing to the table. Uh, and 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 just the passing, pass blocking, and and just you know you can put me pretty much all over the field, and I feel like I'm I'm very confident catching the ball. So uh, just just any NFL team that would be able you know to pick me up, I feel like they'd be getting an explosive playmaker who you know is very comfortable playing anywhere on the field.
1: I'm curious if you have anybody that you, uh, you that you look at you know who's in the NFL guy you might pattern yourself after or a guy who you know people have said to you your game reminds me of
3: of you know of so and so they I get a lot of like uh kind of like Alvin Kamara is just with the contact balance and and just the the stumble recovery how, how I can just uh you know pop back up and, and keep going uh I've, I've got a, a couple comparisons to him and you, yeah.
1: you're you're not exactly built like Kamara though are you?
3: <laughs> that's so it's, that it's that's weird. it pardon I, I was just saying it's, it's kind of weird like the the build is different but I guess like in the contact balance field that's mm-hmm. where I get the comparison from I,
1: I was I was going to ask you you know as in terms of of the Giants uh, Giants have Saquon Barkley and he's a free agent right now but I think people expect, you know, Barkley and the Giants to to come to a deal. How how much would you like, you know, if if you happen to land in New York, would that be kind of cool to uh you know, to play with a with a guy like Saquon to learn from Saquon and and all of that?
3: Almost oh, definitely, you know, Saquon to me, he is he's one of my favorite running backs in the NFL, uh, even though he's been hurt for for a minute. I, uh, I look at his game a lot and just uh, this year he kind of reminded everyone why, you know, like why he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. And I feel like a lot of the games he took over and to learn from somebody like that would, you know, just be a, a big impact on me because uh, I could I could take from what he did and, and just make me better every day.
1: I, I got to ask you, you're you're a Texas kid. You, you didn't grow up a Cowboys fan, did you?
3: <laughs> I mean the Cowboys I, I grew up I was an Aaron Rodgers fan uh weird that sounds weird but I've always been like an Aaron Rodgers fan but uh I, I feel like it would be pretty cool if I did get drafted to the Cowboys because my hometown is uh two and a half hours away from uh Dallas so it would be pretty cool just for you know my family just being so mm-hmm. close I could come watch or something like that but uh you know, I, I enjoy really any team. I'd I'd be happy to go anywhere.
1: You know, I'm curious I was looking at your bio and you're you're what, twenty one years old? Uh twenty. You'll be but you'll be twenty one, you know, by you know, by the time NFL training camps open in, in September and all of that. So you'll enter the league as a twenty one year old.
3: Uh I'll enter the league uh I'll be I'll be twenty one in June.
1: Okay, yeah, so you would technically enter the league once, you know, once training camps start, you'd be 21. And I guess my point is, you're 21, you'll be 21. You really only had one year as a starter at TCU, one year of of high-volume usage. They talk so much about running backs having a, a, a quote-unquote shelf life. I mean, do you look at 21, not a lot of – usage at TCU is that really a positive for you heading into the draft just you know being as young as you are and 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 not having you know a ton of carries at TCU over the last three years
3: oh most definitely I feel like that's that's really what separates me from a lot of banks in this class uh just my resume of like how many carries and like the average and like what I produce when I am on the field and, uh, you know, I don't have I don't have that many carries. So I feel like that's that's what separates me. Uh, my body is like very fresh. And uh, I think I had two 200. And that was like the rest of the years. I, only, I had like 80s, 80 something was like the most I had. So my college resume and carry wise is like very, very low. So I feel like the the scouts uh, really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it's it. I would look at that as definitely as a, as a selling point, because it's, I think that's people always worry about, you know, high volume and and what tread on the tires and all that, I guess they say. So, so yeah, so I would think that's definitely in your favor. I'm curious, you know, you can't control it, but do you... Do you kind of, do you wonder where you're going to fall? Do you have an idea, you know, where you think you're going to fall? You know, day two somewhere, early day three, um, you know, you, you getting any indication you know, where you think you might, where you think you might land?
3: Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of day two. Uh, mm-hmm. I I got a couple of second round grades from a couple of teams. And uh, I feel like interviewing is going to be, most definitely a big impact just because I won't probably won't be able to uh, test at the combine. So mm-hmm. I got to kill the interview process. And uh, I feel like that will help me out a lot. Uh, just, you know, uh, cause my tape, my tape, I feel like I'm very confident in it. And just what I've shown, like I've shown on film that, you know, I'm very explosive and, and fast. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the speed is there, even though I can't run. So I feel like I feel very confident in what, what I've done. How do you prep for all of those interviews? Uh, I do I do interview prep uh, for a couple hours uh, throughout the week, and just you know, I have a trainer who who kind of trains me for the questions. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so so that's just something that you know I'm, I'm sure that somewhere along the way you'll get a surprise question.
3: Oh yeah, most definitely. I, I've already got a couple where you know it kind of turned my head. Uh, and I was like, like, you know, I've never, you know, they, they ask because, you know, if they're going to invest money in you, you know, you they want to know who they're getting. So, I mean, I understand the questions. Mm-hmm, obviously.
1: So I wanted to ask you um, just a couple of off field questions. I couldn't find it. What did you study at
3: TCU? What's your what's your background? My uh, major is okay. psychology and my minor is uh, criminal justice. So just, you know, away
1: from away from football, what would you like to do with
3: those? Uh, with the with the uh, psychology major, I'm I'm big into like how people think and like I like understanding how people think. And, uh, you know, one day uh, I would like to be become like a therapist for people and, and kind of help people out and uh, kind of start at the bottom and work my way up. And, you know, someday kind of on my own like therapy uh, like business and, and it's kind of help people out.
1: Cool, well we hope we hope that uh, you know helping peoples always a good thing and, and and that's that's awesome, but you know we hope for your sake that 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 doesn't come for a while yet. Oh uh, yeah most definitely <laughs> uh, I, I'm curious about uh, about this. I saw in your bio, that one of the the things you know away from football that you like is is learning about sports cars are we talking about are we talking about learning you know how to do things mechanically with those or learning the history of those or
3: just getting behind
1: the wheel and <laughs>
3: and driving them uh pretty much kind of you know uh I'm a big fan like I I work on my own car uh Mm -hmm. but like the mechanic behind and like the 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 behind the wheel type of deal uh the history to me uh not so much but it's Mm kind of interesting to me I like I like looking at like different things like that I'm just like kind of like interested in cars like Mm -hmm. I was I grew up my dad he had a a race car and so like Mm -hmm. it was just embedded in me and I kind of I just enjoy cars a lot
1: did he did he actually did he actually race in some in some uh, in some events or?
3: Oh, yeah. He uh, he took his car to the track, like the drag strip. And, uh, you know, at the drag strip, they just kind of like line up and race. And uh, mm-hmm. I did that like all of my childhood. So I, I've always been around cars.
1: Cool. So you like that? You like you like, you know, getting your hands in there and getting dirty and working on them, too?
3: Oh, yeah, most definitely.
1: <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, hey, I appreciate, Kendra. I appreciate you know a few minutes of your time, and uh, thank you very, very much. And you know, best of luck. Hopefully, you're able to get on the field and and do a little work for folks. Uh, you know, at your pro day, when is the when is your pro day? Uh,
3: I think the pro day is March 27th. hmm So we have kind of okay. like a later pro day.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that might work. That might work to your benefit. Hopefully, hopefully it works out for you. Hopefully, you hear your name called uh, early on uh on, on draft day so thank you much for a few minutes and, and best of luck and and if if you happen to land with the Giants I'll I'll make sure to, to come by and say hello and and remind you that we did this okay thank you all right thank you very very much all right Giants fans thank you as always for listening please uh, remember to stay safe out there take care of each other and we'll talk to you soon bye-bye